So Lucy, how's the editing going? It's going really well, and we're going to talk a lot about it. <laughs> this is Right Place, Right Time, and right now, um, we're going to talk to Lucy about her cool editing process. Yay! progress updates today because we are recording this right after recording our previous episode. <laughs> we ended up having so much fun talking about Robin's book, No One Thank Returns you. from the Enchanted Forest, go buy it, um, that we had to break this into two episodes. <laughs> Thank you so much, though. Um, seriously, I am so excited about hearing Lucy's process that I did not want to try to cram that in. Like, it deserves so much time. Because um, <laughs> you have landed on an editing process that was working for you really well. And I personally need to know everything about it, please, because my style is to reread and edit and reread and re-edit the same section and then cry. So there must be a better way for at least someone, and I want to know what you do. <laughs> I don't know. Yours sounds like it's a, a process. I, don't, I, I mean, <laughs> I feel like I've, I've been in that process before. It's relatable, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it has been going really well. I am a little bit off track because of like finals and everything, um, which, if you're keeping track, are still ahead of me, but will definitely, definitely be done by the time this comes out. Um, <laughs> but I've mostly been managing to work a little bit every night on the project that is not my novel. <laughs> Lucy. I know. I, I feel a little bad that I'm not working on, on my novel, but I think the break is going to be good for it. And anyway, I've been working on this other project for like five years, and I really just want to get it done, and I don't think I could like focus on the other one with it undone. <laughs> yeah, that makes a lot of sense to me. And I mean, it's also, I think, I don't know, kind of true and helpful for people to hear that sometimes you work on more than one thing, and sometimes you gotta pursue what is really getting you excited and it doesn't actually stop you from working on the project you've decided is your main project, like, you're managing it totally fine. <laughs> well, yes, I hope. I hope it all works out. Um, it has so far. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so, walk us through the revision process. I need to hear your sweet, sweet wisdom. Okay, so, this process is basically based on how I approach, like, other people's manuscripts when I am doing a developmental edit. In those cases, I like to just kind of read the whole thing through blind without focusing too much on, like, big things that I think need to change or anything. Um, when it's somebody else's book that I obviously, you know, don't know anything about, I will make notes to myself that are kind of like, well, I hope this comes up later, or, oh, this makes me expect such and such. So that when I go back later, I can be like, oh, okay, these things were leading me to think this, which was actually like a really good red herring. Or, oh, yeah, it was way off there. Maybe we need to adjust something here because, like, I don't think that that was a helpful distraction, you know? So I find that really useful in yeah. other people's stories. Doesn't really apply to this because I, like, pretty much know what I'm doing. But, um, but I still kind of found myself doing, like, similar notes about that. So when I'm doing, like, a big revision, I'll do that, like, read through once, and then kind of go back and start 
addressing notes and making bigger changes and stuff. And and yeah, so this is kind of just a revi- revised version of that revision process. <laughs> Uh-oh. <Ta-da>! We're getting <laughs> recursive. We're getting recursive. It is really cool that you're approaching it as a reader at least once. Um, is that hard for you to do or do you just kind of get sucked in? Yeah, I pretty much just got sucked in, at least this time. <laughs> Excellent. I mean, that bodes well. So, I mean, this process, of course, may change on, like, future projects, because no two projects are the same, but it's it has pretty much been working so far. Um, so I read through the entire manuscript. I try not to make major changes. Um, I'll do, like, some, like, typo fixes, or if I see something that, like, is, like, incredibly contradicted later (laughs) i might be like we're just gonna remove that but i'm more likely to just make a note of it and not actually make a big change like my goal is to kind of not make any changes i just kind of want to be in be in it and invested and just like like we were saying get sucked in um and with this story i've read through the first half before so that part wasn't too new uh but it was really fun when i got to the newer stuff I even surprised myself in a few places here and there, which was a cool feeling. Um, and I hope that readers will eventually get like the same enjoyment that I got out of it, because that's the whole thing. <laughs> but like I said, I do manage to kind of make notes as I go. Um, in this case, like some of these were physical notes. Um, I have a page of things that I need to make sure I accomplish at some point in the story. Um, kind of like big overarching things that don't really need to happen at like a specific time or like I need to make sure I come back to them. Like, I think I have a note that is just like, remember, there's a cat. (laughs) (laughs) Did you print out your manuscript or do you just have like a side notebook? Because we used to print out our manuscripts and read them, right? Like at the lunch table when we were kids, we would print out chapters at a time and just like read through it. Yeah, we we did do that. That was oh, good times. (laughs) Um, I, however, did not print my manuscript out. I know some people like editing by hand, and I do kind of like it when I'm re- editing somebody else's um, manuscript. But overall, it kind of doesn't super appeal to me. I really like the freedom to fix typos and stuff, like right there, or put the notes right on like the digital document, so that I don't have to always like have a pile of paper around me. Um, which, speaking of which, this damn project is so long. I think I would panic if I saw it printed out. <laughs> Yeah, you could kill a man with it. You could kill a man with it. And I have a small house. I don't, like, I don't know. I don't have a place for that. So it didn't even occur to me. I might eventually print it out when it's done just to, like, have it. But um, I did not even think of printing it out to edit it. (laughs) But I do, however, have um, a page for notes in my bullet journal. So that is always kind of close at hand anyway. And um, I have stuff on that that's, like, these notes. And then also sometimes... Just, like, if I need to remember something about the the project, like, my goals for it writ large, I'll, I'll note it on there, too. Yeah, you are big on journaling, and then it's a part of what makes you so organized. Yeah, I mean, I would call it, like, planning, not journaling so much. Although I do also journal. But, yeah, I like, I like organization. What can I say? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe one day we'll do you. a whole episode on my bullet journal technique. That would be great audio. <laughs> Yeah, the best part would be um, my bullet journal technique, which is I don't. That's really good <laughs> audio. I was talking about what you don't do. <laughs> great, great audio. <laughs> anyway, I have also been making comments, kind of like I mentioned, directly in the, you know, like the digital document. Great. Um, I'm using Google Docs for this, um, which is really user friendly. It's also really easy to share with like your beta readers like Robin. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
But I'd also recommend um, the track changes feature in Word, which is even kind of more robust than just the little comment system in Google Docs. Yeah. Um, but Google Docs, it, it gets it done, you know? Yeah. Even like um, LibreOffice and any sort of like free software for mm-hmm. word processing, they tend to have really good um, in document comment systems too. Like, thank goodness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And so these kind of digital comments are more specific than, you know, my, like, physical list. Um, I've, like, noted specific scenes that feel weak or anytime I spot, like, an inconsistency that's not just, like, a, a one-word change or whatever. I'm also trying to keep track of a few, I guess, themes is the word, maybe? I know times that I mention specific things to make sure I'm not using certain things too often. Sweet. So like you're keeping your pacing in mind, not with just like not just with the plot, but also like thematic lines, right? Yeah, yeah, kind of. Like for example, one theme in this story is what is home? It comes up for multiple characters throughout the book with kind of like varying degrees of self-awareness. However, I want to make sure that I'm doing it intentionally and not just using it as kind of like a writing crutch that I utilize whenever I need a way into a character's frame of mind. Um, So I've been noting whenever it comes up, and one of the things on my list is to kind of just go through as its own pass and make sure I'm happy with all the times home gets mentioned. Awesome. No, that's like a really clear way to do that. And I I think I understand what you mean by writing crutch in this moment as like something that is for you rather than something that is for the story. Like a thing you use in order to get to writing as opposed to something you're very purposefully, consciously putting in the story. Like that's that's a cool way of thinking about that. Yeah, like this specific story, since it's taken me so long, there are definitely times I've caught where I have this a character come to about the same realization or make about the same observation as like a hundred pages earlier. And um, I kind of just, I started doing those notes to just remind myself, like, so I could visually scan to see how often it's happening. But I'm probably going to use the like, control find, replace, whatever, to just find every instance the the damn word home comes up and then make sure that each of them is intentional and not, like, repetitive. Um, and there are a few other things like that where I know it's just like, oh, I know that the character in my my story is thinking about this so I can talk about him thinking about this. And it's not actually, like, the best use of that moment and I could be doing something else with it. <laughs> so that is pretty much the first pass, just reading through and doing comments. At this point, I'm in the adding scenes phase, uh, which is probably the hardest part. Uh, I've been stuck on the same five chapters for a while, like a couple months. (laughs) And at this point, I've rewritten a large part of them. It's a very important part of the story, so I have to make sure it delivers the right punch or I'm just like never going to be happy with it. Yeah, but at least you've gotten past those five chapters once so you know that this is an important part as opposed to just getting stuck here you're like no i'm stuck here because it matters as opposed to being like wow for some reason the middle of my book is really hard for me to get through like that (laughs) feels like a good thing to know yeah and these chapters were the hardest when i was on my read through because i could tell like right away that it wasn't working and i remember i was actually stuck in writing this part of the story like Mm. this part of the story has been rewritten so many times before i even got done with the story (laughs) so it's which was part of the problem was that uh there were things i thought i had done because i'd done in one version but i hadn't in the other and Uh (laughs) so people didn't know things they should know like there was something i don't remember what it was but something very obvious that none of the characters were asking about because I had never addressed it, but I had addressed it in a previous scene that got deleted. (laughs) Oh, that's so familiar. 
editing like, woes <laughs> yeah i'm like oh this feels off because like none of their reactions make sense because they're missing information thank you subconscious <laughs> oh man yeah but you persevered um is it emotional beats or action or like both that's going on that's like stopping you up here um in this instance it's mostly emotional beats more than action there might be a little action in there but um, this part is kind of a lull in the story, but the, the characters are going through a lot of inner turmoil and also kind of trying to keep that turmoil secret, even in some cases from themselves. Like, they're kind of, there's a lot going on. And the readers are aware of things that most of the other characters aren't, and it's hard to balance something that is satisfying for the readers, but also makes logical sense with all of the characters involved. And and that was kind of my struggle. <laughs> yeah, no, as you were saying. Yeah. So I finally have these chapters at a place where I'm pretty happy with them. And honestly, that involved a lot of completely throwing out scenes that had been in my head for a long time. Oh, yeah. That's a painful part of the process. Yeah, like kill your darlings, right? It happens. <laughs> and this is in kind of the last third of the story. So I'm even past that like middle hump. Um, and since this project has taken like five years, some of these scenes had been planned from very early on. Like, I may have conceived some of them before i knew what all that middle stuff was going to even be um so by the time i got to them even the first time when i when i was writing them out they just didn't work the way i had kind of envisioned them to work too much had either changed in the story or just i wasn't in the in the same headspace as when i kind of originally planned the scenes but anyway <laughs> i made it through i'm on the other Yay. side <laughs> hell yeah and I do have another few scenes that I know need to go somewhere, maybe even kind of within those chapters still, that I will never be free of. Um, so my kind of next step at this point is to figure ex out exactly where those scenes kind of would best fit. And these things are just kind of a little less solid, like, I know I need a conversation here that mentions a specific plot point and a scene there between two characters to really make the <laughs> end make sense. But the here and there is maybe not, like literally on page 125 it's like at some point before this big plot point this needs to happen <laughs> yeah so it's a little harder to just like surgically go in and add them because i really kind of have to like search for the best spot definitely and it makes sense to have this sort of i would call this because i went to video game art school like um an iterative process mm. where you, you're kind of going through it and doing more than one iteration of it in order to to get to the perfect version mm like you write a little less linearly than i do so it is very cool to see this in progress how like you have a kind of linear approach to editing at first and then you let it get a little a little uh a little more abstracted yeah like i write really linearly in the first draft phase like i'm not someone who will really usually jump a around although one of those scenes i have issues with is one that i wrote way early on when i was nowhere near it and that's part of the problem but um normally i kind of just have to go from a to b to c um but kind of at this point in the process i sort of have to jump around do you just constantly reread it is that is that like you you don't like go back and forth you just always do it like beginning to end beginning to end beginning to end i think that i reread um the paragraphs leading to where i left off and if I still can't get back into it, I'll read um, from earlier on, kind of chapter okay. by chapter. 
But I usually also have notes going like as I'm writing forward, I usually have notes saying this is what needs to get ha- this is what needs to happen next. This is where we're going. Mm-hmm. Like and and if I can hit those things, then I know I'm good. And if I can't hit those things, then I'm like, ooh, I may have gotten <laughs> I may have uh, gotten a little carried away here. Hmm. Okay. That's so interesting how everybody's brains like work differently. It's so cool. <laughs> yeah, and it's using like it's the same kinds of things. Like these differences are really small or they look small, but as we're talking about it, I'm like, yeah, no, this is really this is really different. Mm-hmm. Well, cool. I'm glad. <laughs> and I think at this point I am through the worst of it. I yeah. mean like knock on wood, which I'm not it gonna do like that's it. bad audio, but yeah. <laughs> um and honestly, I think I would already be done with it. Like, it's that close. I think I would be done now if finals and we had like a really bad heat wave last week. Yeah, we did. Just knocked me out. If those hadn't kind of like thrown me off course completely, I think I might be done or at least like very close to done. My goal was to be done by the end of the term so that someone could officially be focused on my novel, but I might go over slightly. Yeah. It, it won't be by more than a couple days, though. Yeah. Yeah, it should be fine. So do you think you can use this approach for, like, other kinds of writing? Yeah, I didn't really think about this until you asked me, but, I mean, earlier, not just off the top of my head, but this is pretty similar to how I edit essays and blog posts and stuff. Um, I usually do kind of like a messy, messy rough draft, then read through to see how it sounds, and will kind of, like, make notes as I go, and, you know, only then kind of go in and start making changes. Um, of course, with those projects, it's much more condensed. Like, I've usually, like, just written it the hour before, so I kind of don't have to do as much, like, blind rereading, I guess. Um, but I think it follows kind of, like, that same basic pattern. So, yeah, I think it can work on anything. Yeah. I am really excited, though. Like, having said it can probably work on anything, I'm kind of excited to see how it works when I take it to my next, you know, project, like, my actual novel, because that one is in many ways a lot rougher because I haven't been working on that one for five years. I've never reread yes. parts of it. Well, I've read reread a few parts of it, but I haven't reread like entire chunks of it. You know, I just wrote it last year. I don't remember half of what I did. <laughs> so it's going to be interesting. <laughs> yeah. And like, since you're about to get feedback from the SCBWI conference, that may put you back in make changes mode. So it will help to have this process like outlined to remind you that like, no, all of those notes are great. But the first thing I'm doing is rereading and writing notes as I go. Like, yeah, I don't I don't know, like you're not too stressed about that. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it will be a little interesting and potentially difficult to cuz cuz that novel is I used um like the first 10 10 pages of it in a, a thing that will be getting critiqued. So, I will be getting like direct information on this exact book. So it's going to be a little bit tricky to not just kind of already have an idea. I need to go in and like rewrite and re and re, you know, twist and tangle and everything. All of these parts, like I, it'll be a little bit harder to just go in completely um, fresh. But I hope that will at least kind of help me look at the story more objectively. And yeah, my plan is to just just start with reading it. I'm going. I'm going to kind of just kind of have to work to not make those changes and just make notes again. But I really think that's the best way for me to not accidentally change things that are actually ultimately working or that were kind of more important than I realized. Like, I want to make sure that I understand the manuscript as it currently is before I start pulling it apart. That makes so much sense. Like, I really feel that so hard because I will definitely start making a change that I'd actually ruled out when I was first writing it. 
discover why that was in the next chapter and then have to go back and like unchange it, which is maddening. <laughs> yeah, um, I have a, a whole project that's in limbo because I like changed the tense and the perspective of it or something in the rewrite. <laughs> so that's about like 10 pages in. But then at some point I realized that I had changed something that in the original manuscript was actually sort of important. So I went through the entire original manuscript and made notes about every single scene so that I could like intentionally transfer them or not over but that process took so long that now that project's just stuck in limbo because i got tired <laughs> yeah oh. but maybe someday i'll go back to it but i definitely kind of learned from that the process where i did go back yeah. to the original manuscript where though messy like i could tell what i was doing and there were some things that was planned and i did kind of regret that i'd tried to change things without fully like reassessing it so yeah yeah <laughs> okay so the process is reread as a reader and only make notes, no big mm -hmm. changes. Yep. Yeah. Then you use those notes to to as you reread again, the notes will guide the actual rewrites and big changes and moving scenes around and everything that you'll have to do. Yes, except the, the second time it's not rereading. Like I don't at that point I'm not like starting from the beginning again. Like I just went to those five chapters that I knew needed help because i had just reread all of it so right you could just if it use took the me... notes to like aim you at the yeah, right places exactly if it had taken Ooh, me yeah. like a year to reread it i would probably have had to kind of just start at the beginning and hit notes as i got to them but because it only took me like a month because i got into the flow of the story and enjoyed it i was able to just kind of like jump to the parts where i was like okay this was driving me crazy i can now finally go fix it <laughs> that's awesome Man, I do really love this straightforward approach. It is easier said than done. Like, it sounds more mm. obvious than it actually is. Um, <laughs> it sounds really worth trying out, and I'll see if I can do that. <laughs> it is so hard for me to not edit as I write, let alone <laughs> as, as I read. So that challenge seems like a really cool way to maybe try to break myself out of those habits when they're not working for me, which is often. Um, <laughs> seriously, thank you for sharing your method. Um, we will check in with you next time to find out how that is, you know, working for you with the end of this project and with the next novel. Yeah, I, I hope it works for other people. I do think there's a setting in Google Docs where you can set yourself on just edit mode. So you can't like, it'll kind of make note of what your changes are, but I don't think you can like change it completely. So you might even like yeah. make a version of your document and then like lock yourself from being able to make big changes. Oh. So you can only read and comment. <laughs> That's a really good idea. <laughs> it feels like a very scary step for some reason. All right. So speaking of all the revising, I think it's time for us both to get back to it, Robin. <laughs> that is true. Thank you for joining us in the right place, which is wherever you happen to be. At the right time, which is whatever time you've got. Happy, Happy writing! writing.